0: Coming up on this episode of Don't Panic, we've got technology news, including the launch of the Oculus Rift. It's finally here. We also talk about Apple Pay in your browser, PS4 4K. We also talk about Facebook's mistake, Netflix's net neutrality, uh, whoopsie, uh, and uh, our tablet's the new remote. We've got the biggest rundown we've had in quite a while, so we better get to it. It's time for Don't Panic. This is Don't Panic. Episode number one hundred and twenty-six, recorded March twenty-eighth, twenty sixteen, on riding the rift, PS four K, and Alexa's new BFF. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast that plays best when strapped to your face. I'm Sean Jennings, joined by the Three Mile Island and Baltimore Colts of technology. Uh, it is Colby Rabadiu and Dan Miller, gentlemen. How are we doing this week? What's up? What's up?
1: Uh, I'm thrilled as usual to once more be avoiding panic.
2: Did, did everyone have a good uh, a good Easter break thing? Thing? Weekend, at least?
1: Yeah. I went to Rhode Island. That was cool, I guess. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a
2: place. Forgot.
0: It is. Yeah, Lincoln Chafee's. from. Right sorry. All right. <laughs> is that what they're known for? <laughs> Be like, quick, quick, Dan. Name five things from Rhode Island that aren't Lincoln Chafee.
2: Uh, coffee milk.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh <laughs> Avenue. Oh, technically true. Uh, you can.
2: Yeah. Yep. You can do this. Uh, let's see. The city of Providence. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm up to
1: three now, right? Yeah. 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 More than halfway.
2: Um, the the Newport Jazz Festival. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Lincoln Chafee. No!
0: <laughs> so close! We also would have accepted Mr. Potato Head. Really? Oh
1: yes. yeah, I always forget about that one. <laughs> yes.
0: Pretty close. See, there's so much to do in Rhode Island. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's Rhode Island's, like,
2: state
1: tourism slogan? State tourism slogan? Uh, I don't know. New York's
2: Rhode- I New York.
1: Uh, I'm trying I'm trying to think of what like the signs say when you drive in. I don't know. The so Rhode Island is the ocean state. No, Man. Massachusetts is the ocean state. No, Massachusetts
0: is the bay state. Oh, Rhode oh wait. The ocean I thought state. New Jersey was the ocean state.
2: Does Ocean no. State job lot come from Rhode Island then? Nope. Yes. This... Oh, that could have been my fifth thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, it looks no, like I I, I I believe Rhode Island is the ocean state because like it has the most like coastline per square mile of any state. No, I,
0: that I get. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Now I'm on road Island dot com, and their slogan, according to the website, is "Discovery around every corner," which yeah. I I don't like as a slogan because that doesn't connotate something good. No,
2: no, no. Because that could because, be bad. Because the roads in Rhode Island are so confusing that <laughs> every time you turn, you have no idea where the fuck you are. So you're discovering something new
0: around every corner, That's fair. Rhode Island. <laughs>
2: Around every corner. Rhode around Island. every corner. You're you're
0: leaving Rhode All Island because it's so small. To Rhode Island because you can't get out of Rhode Island because you're too lost. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Although, to be fair, you drive about an hour in any one direction and you're out of Rhode Island. It, or it's in the as
1: long as, as, long as you can continue in a straight line.
0: Right. That's the trick. It's, the, it's, a, it's what's around the corner. <laughs> State of Rhode Island, if you would like to sponsor the show, please contact <laughs> us. Don't panic show at gmail.com. Yeah, we that's will that's accept true. your money. I feel like we could probably make that happen. <laughs> I don't see why not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I read my God. an goodness. article about executive chef Tim Kelly, the Chapelle Grill.
0: Mm, it sounds Here nice. You're
2: on uh, VisitRhodeIsland.com.
0: Listen, I, I will gladly go get an awful, awful at Newport Creamery anytime. So. An awful, awful. What is that? Oh, that's the 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 milkshake de jour you got to get when you're uh, in Rhode Island. Oh
2: my gosh! Colby okay.
1: introduced me to this.
2: Is
0: awful, got... apple.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's from from Newport Creamery.
2: Does it have all of these flavors? Oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. It's like Strop a milkshake
1: cream? with with more more less milk and more ice cream
2: and more shake.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. Well. Maybe I'll go to Rhode Island this summer. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, you don't have to. No one's going to make, make it you. two summers in a row. I mean, it's starting a tradition here. I think that sounds yeah. fun.
1: My parents are getting a beach house. So you can come hang out. Yeah. Oh, Swanky. Yeah.
2: Let's do it. I'm there. You let nice. me know.
1: And it's also and- my dad. My dad is brewing a keg of beer for the beach house.
0: Holy That's, shit! It just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> I think. Hang on. Time out. We need to make this a don't panic contest. A weekend with Scar <laughs> at oh no. a Rhode Island beach house with free beer. Uh oh. It's you, gone too far. And you it's gone up. too far. If you would like to enter, email us don'tpanicshow@gmail.com. <laughs> you write you, you write in three hundred words or less why you're the ultimate party animal. Sponsored <laughs> by visitrhodeisland.com. Rhode Island, party around every corner. <laughs> Uh, not too bad. I, I don't think anyone's buying it. Phew. I could be so relieved. It's like, a, <laughs> some strangers to show. Sean sent me, said I won some contest. <laughs> Damn it, Sean. Good thing nobody watches the show, or else we might be in trouble.
2: The trick is never to right. tell
0: Sean
1: what the beach house is, and then you're safe. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Do not do that. It's in Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah, I spend about. That- in turn, that's a big hint given the whole rest of the United States <laughs> I guess that's you've true. narrowed it down <laughs> right. yeah that's, that is a pretty pretty like limited like section of the lines
2: DC would be
1: more specific <laughs> it's true
0: <laughs>
1: <sighs>
0: this is so goofy I yes. don't even know how we got on this we were talking about uh, I our weekends I, I, I made oh. a Lincoln Chafee
2: joke again oh and then it's yeah.
0: Lincoln Chafee man just ruining everything <laughs> Remember, he was a part of this presidential. Election. I know. <laughs> and Jim Webb. Remember Jim Webb? Oh yeah, where he was bragging yeah. about how he killed somebody at the debate. <laughs> Good times. Simpler times.
2: Remember though. Remember when when Bernie Sanders was just as unlikely to be uh, the nominee as any of those people. I do. Uh, I do. Yeah,
0: if not more unlikely. Uh, in some cases, <laughs> yes, he was go go. So they re his um his announcement that he was running, and it's just like yeah. him at like the saddest looking podium with like two reporters in a park somewhere, like in Vermont. And he's just like, "I'm announcing I'm running for president." And then two guys were just like writing in their notepads. It was so sad. <laughs> like, oh, poor Bernie Sanders.
1: Well, he really turned that one around. He sure did.
0: It's got more yeah. delegates than
1: we do, so he's got more delegates than yeah most people That's almost right. literally Certainly more than Lincoln Chafee. It's <laughs> yeah.
2: very
0: true. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. Did,
2: did anyone else besides Bernie and Hillary get any
0: delegates? Um, Martin O'Malley might have gotten one or two. No, you know, I don't even know if he got any cuz uh, on the Democrat there's a on the Democratic side there's a minimum threshold in almost every state and if you don't get above, you know, 5 or 10% of the vote, you don't get any. So, I can't imagine he got any. Yeah,
2: well, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna investigate because this. Because even
0: on the Republican side, you no, know, most of them got a few, a handful of delegates. I mean, you had yeah. to have gotten out pretty early to have not gotten any. Did
2: O'Malley get killed off as a, is a Google auto complete? Oh
0: no! <laughs> any if del- this were a, if this were a political drama show, you never know.
2: Oh, he got a delegate on February 1st,
0: 2016. Uh, what state would that have been? That would have been uh, one of the South Carolina? I don't know. Let me see. Uh, no, he dropped out after New Hampshire, didn't he? Did he even make it to South Carolina? I don't even know. Oh, maybe not. Maybe I'm imagining this. <laughs> maybe, maybe he just penciled in one. Just like, uh, this just one was,
2: one. yeah, Iowa. O'Malley got one. Oh, he got one.
0: one. Oh, good for him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> good job. Good, good job, old
0: O'Malley. Martin O'Malley.
2: I got your one delegate there.
0: <laughs> You've been spending <laughs> too much time in Ireland. Yeah. That's uncanny.
2: <laughs> it, it, yeah. It's the flight attendants. The flight attendants.
0: They uh, lay it on thick. Yeah.
2: I can, as I just have to stay in my head, we'll reach a cruising altitude of about 25,000 feet. We'll be landing in uh, In Guardia at about. Uh, a little past three. After Never me, lucky
0: chums. No, that's, that's right. That's awful. <laughs> not, not your accent. <laughs> your accent's not bad. Thanks. Their accent. I got from I from
2: an Irish person. I got an
0: eight out of ten, which I thought was yeah, that's
1: pretty good, respectable.
0: Yeah. yeah. Dan Miller, honorary Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, any other any other banter before we move on?
2: Oh, uh. I, Colby, you started reading the Expanse books, right? Yeah, I'm on book three.
1: <laughs> oh my God, I, I'm on like chapter three. Uh, I started reading them, and then I just haven't been reading that much. I got into some other TV. Yeah, I had TV a Easter weekend. Hmm. Nice. Hmm. Nice. Oh, I, you,
0: you, did you start reading Seven Eves? No, I didn't. So the book I was reading before, I started when we took off when I went to Houston, and I finished it by the time I came back. I finished it in like four days. I went breezed right through it, um, and I haven't picked picked up another book since, so um, hopefully soon. It's, it's the next on my list. I'm not going to read anything else before it, so um, I just haven't had an opportunity to. It's been busy. I'm too busy talking with you knuckleheads that I don't have time to read books. No wonder mm-hmm. I'm so uneducated. Alas. Damn.
1: Too many podcasts. Too many podcasts.
0: Speaking of podcasts, gentlemen, why don't we, uh, we usually do it at the end of the show. I want to tease at the top of the show, because I think this is important. Later this week, on, uh, what is it, the 31st? On the 31st, we're taping our first ever Up for Debate Summer Movie Draft. Don't all cheer at once. So, um... <laughs> we've got I still he, don't understand. I know. We've in. got, of course, me and Matt on that show, but we've got Colby and Dan. We've got uh, Brian and Kaylee, and everyone's going to get together, and we're going to do a movie draft where everyone auction, we auction off movies from the summer, and everyone gets points based on how many uh, dollars they gross at the box office. The person whose movies gross the most win a trophy I'm going to make and mail to them. It's legit. So Wow. Uh, and we're going to record the whole auction, which I think is going to be fun because it's it's an auction. People will be shouting out numbers. And, you know, I'm the commissioner, so who I hear first gets it if people are really, really going at it. Um, it's going to be fun. So I, uh, I recommend everyone check that out, upfordebate.tv. We're taping it Thursday, the 31st, uh, and well, it'll be on hopefully Will right people after that. be able to follow along? They sure will. So they will. Don't go there yet. After okay. the 31st, you will be able to go to slash draft.
2: Up for Debate You're just going to get an error,
0: Dan. It doesn't exist. Uh-huh. But we'll have the sheet, uh, the spreadsheet embedded there, and real weekly updates, not only on that site but also on the show. You should subscribe to Up for Debate. Um, each week, we're going to give an update on the show, so um, you can check that out as well. All right. And maybe we'll give a periodic updates on this show. We'll see. We'll see how you two guys are doing, and then if maybe you don't want to share, we won't share. <laughs> maybe if we're too embarrassed. If you're too embarrassed. Yeah, you guys gotta impressed. come up with a good strategy and get out there and get out there. All and right. win. what do you, do you guys have a, an early pick for highest-grossing movie of the summer?
2: I haven't even looked at what you the haven't summer even looked looked at the list.
0: are. Me either. That's okay. Thank you. You've been too busy watching TV.
2: Yes, uh, I watch
1: so much TV.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, the Angry okay. Birds movie Angry is Birds definitely movie. what I'm really gonna go for. You're gonna. Oh, I see. I see what you're doing. Yeah. Really, just put all all in on Angry Birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah guys,
2: <laughs> the Angry Birds movie is gonna gross a lot of money. Yeah, Trust me, <laughs> that's bad. good. You want to bid on the Angry Birds movie? Yeah.
0: See, I'm putting it all on the Conjuring Two. That the I think Conjuring is really. 2. Did you yeah. see the
2: Conjuring One? No. Okay, me either. And I don't I've think many people are gonna to see Conjuring Two.
0: Ah, I see. I see your strategy by admitting I'm playing. I'm doing reverse psychology.
2: All right. All right. Let's uh. So what do we got here? We got your, is your, your Captain America on that, there uh, summer movie draft? Captain America, Civil War, absolutely. So when, when is the, like, when is the beginning date for what counts as a summer movie?
0: Um, well, to be honest, I don't think there's a set uh-huh. date. It's just that I wanted 30 movies. So we started it actually in, um, April. April 8th is our first movie. April 8th. Okay. So, uh, and it runs through August. But right, we've right, got right. movies including The Jungle Book. We've yep. got the Huntsman Some sequel. Lots of,
2: uh...
0: Um, Captain There's Ruckus a movie Civil. called Keanu? Keanu, that's with the, the Key and Peele guys. You know those guys from Comedy Central?
2: Oh! Yeah, they're nice. it's
0: supposed to be quite funny.
2: Oh, thank God. Yeah. yeah. thought that was gonna be no. an actual Keanu Reeves movie. The,
0: the <laughs> biopic Daniel Day-Lewis is Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I would watch the hell out of that. Not even gonna lie. I'd own that. Um, we got Captain America: Civil War. We've got um, Money Monster, which is uh, Julia Roberts and George Clooney. We've got The Neighbors Two, Angry Birds movie, The X Men movie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two. Oh, gee God! The World of Warcraft oh. movie, The Finding uh, Nemo sequel.
2: The new World of Warcraft movie, trailer looks much better than the I'm first one. I actually might go see it. It actually looks kind of good.
0: Yeah, yeah. We got was very surprised. Independence Day Two, The Purge, yeah, a, a new election. Star Trek. New Star Trek, new Ice Age, new Ghostbusters, new Jason Bourne.
2: We've got. Uh, okay, Suicide it Splash. really picks up towards the
0: end of the summer. It does, but that's part of your strategy, Dan, because we're doing them in sequential order. So if you spend all your money early, oh yeah, you're not going to have anything late. It's
1: not so B1 you B1. really got
0: to think about, you know, do you go, you know, in for fifty bucks on a, on Captain America: Civil War because you think it's the high grossing movie of the summer, or do you buy a lot of eight and nine dollar movies? And hope they total up for you in the end. There's a lot of thought that goes behind it. Mm. Or you can just show up and do it. Is it Ben Hur remake? Yes. Yeah. That's okay. not that is not on our list because I figured oh, okay. it was gonna be so low-grossing, it wasn't even worth doing. Uh-huh.
2: It'll uh, be in real 3D, though. Sorry, real D3D. Oh, that extra D.
0: <laughs> <laughs> gotta get that only, yeah. only one of those <laughs> D's is real. <laughs> Sorry. Gotta get that real D. That's right. All right. <laughs> I think we've uh we've rambled on enough. I don't want to talk about any D. Thank you. Um let's talk technology, which is why we're here, believe it or not. Um Yeah. We'll get some 4D. Some yes. Um where would you guys like to start? Hmm. Well, right on the Oculus Rift. Okay, we can start on the Rift, you bet. Uh we talked a couple weeks ago about the release of the HTC Vive. Now we've got the Oculus Rift. Was so, that
2: actually released the HTC
0: Five? The one with all the it crazy. Would, you know, it was pre pre order and some yeah, re- yeah. and review units got sent out, but nobody actually owns it yet. Yeah. Um, and same with PlayStation VR, it's been pre ordered. I don't think anyone owns it yet. But the Oculus Rift, people are actually getting in their homes. So uh, the first was officially mailed out on. Um, Uh, actually today they say the deliveries began actually today Um, if you pre-ordered it back in January if you pre-order it if you order it now um, you can get the Rift headset bundle currently uh, with an Xbox One controller and some uh, launch titles for $600 but it will not get to you until July so uh, if you're just deciding to get one don't get your hopes up Um, Uh,
2: is your computer uh, VR ready Sean?
0: You know, do they actually have a?
2: I think they do. I think they said that their list, their minimum is a like a GTX nine seventy GTX yeah, Nvidia. W-
0: yeah, I actually think I qualify.
2: Nice. Are you gonna
0: take the Oculus awesome. Rift challenge? If I could, like, <laughs> no. Honestly, if I could like rent one for uh-huh. like a week I yeah. would absolutely unequivocally do it. Ooh, that's a good but idea. I would use it'll it
1: like be possible sometime in the not so distant future.
0: I think it'd be great. Maybe I should buy it, one and just rent it out to people. <laughs> that's true. Start a business. You know, yeah. it's Right. You don't rent I feel it. like
1: if you had pre-ordered, you could have done that and like doubled your money selling it on eBay or something. Oh yeah,
0: maybe. Especially with the delay. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I would try it. I think it's it's cool. Did you all read the reviews? Yeah, I read a few. Generally positive. I didn't yeah. think of that. That's good. It it seemed to the problems seemed to be general VR problems, not Oculus problems. the The impression I got from the r- reviews was, for current VR technology, it's very well done.
2: Yeah, but they even got rid of some of like the uh the lag thing yes. I read in many reviews it was very gone smooth. and the, the screen resolution being too low, it's it's much better now, mm-hmm. so you don't you don't feel like you're looking through a screen door. Uh nice.
0: Yeah. But I what I will say is um The people I read that did the Vive and the Rift head to head liked the Vive better.
2: Interesting.
0: Because cool. you get um, they liked the controls better, because really the Oculus, as of now, until their new controllers come out in the second half of this year, uh, use an Xbox controller. Um, hmm. And they liked HTCs. And also the HTC apparently, and I don't understand how the shit works, but um, you have a much wider field of motion when using it. Whatever camera system they're using to track you, the Oculus, it's easier to fall out of where they can track you. Um, Interesting. The vibe you can really move around and and be a lot more motion-activated uh, motion, motion activated with it. Interesting. Huh. Uh, do you
2: want that, though? Uh, um, I would like the option. I just I guess because I, I live in New York, it doesn't seem as pressing right. an issue to me. It's not a worry. <laughs> Dan, you want a big Kinect user? <laughs> uh, no.
0: No, but I would need to get the camera to use the PlayStation 1, right? That's true. Well, so I... Yeah, I read conflicting things whether the bundle came with the camera or not, but yes, oh, you would, but it I would, would require the camera. camera. Yes. I don't know if I have to buy it. Yeah. Well, and the Oculus requires a camera and I believe the Vive requires a camera as well. That's pretty standard. Does it come with a camera the Oculus? Uh, I believe so. Let me double check um on their website exactly what you, know, you The Vive comes with that crazy like like a surround sound speaker
2: system setup that you put throughout your room.
0: Yeah. Um, yes no it does it does come with a camera okay the rift cool
2: well I am uh, I'm excited if, if these things I w- I'm going to give this until like uh, next uh, this coming holiday season uh, and if it lo- if there are good games that people actually like uh, then I, I might go back into the gaming PC world Wow. That's what what it would take. Because I don't think, like, we can talk about this, but I don't think the PlayStation 1 is ever going to be as good. Or if it is, it'll be quickly outpaced by, uh, like, Mm -hmm. the next generation of anything that hooks up to your computer.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's true. Uh, Unless, I mean, unless the console model changes drastically. But, I don't know, then again, like, what is it going to need to be good? Is it, like graphics necessarily or like games to play it on i think
2: uh, not necessarily graphics although i could see that being something that would make it really cool but it would have to have games that are fun
0: to play i think it's games and i think it's it's barrier to entry like dan said to to get it you need an entire current yeah. Relatively high, mid to high-end gaming PC, and you have to buy the equipment, and have the space to put it up, and have the the, the mean, game, and then have the games to play. So we're there. We're there. Target audience, though. The, well, we are, but <laughs> it's it's yeah. it's an enthusiast's well, if product.
2: Being successful in the market, I agree. I'm just saying, for me, oh yeah, that, that's the that's the barrier. Because uh, right now, it's still too soon. I'm glad that it it got good reviews. Uh, so it's past that hurdle, but I'm I'm gonna wait to see how it shakes out. I think any of the space games, like the one where you're doing like the uh, the spacewalk thing or the dogfighting one, because that's the dream is to be mm-hmm. like in a cockpit, and I don't need any stupid controller. Then just give me a joystick mm-hmm. and let the head thing move around. I don't need fancy hand glove crazy gesture controls. That would be so cool. Just give me a Battlestar Galactica game
0: in VR. That's all I want. But that's kind of my question is, what is the sort of long-term value of this? Like, there's some people who sit and play their Xbox, you know, five days a week, and they they log a ton of hours. I can't imagine how many hours you've logged playing um, Fallout, but... Um, you know, can you do that with VR or is that something that becomes because it's so immersive because it's so technically involved is the longevity compromised because of that? So,
1: I mean, I think there are other, I don't know. I think there are applications beyond just games like remote work or mm -hmm. I don't know, like I feel like this is talked about frequently, but just like, you know, putting on your Oculus and going to like your stand up meeting in the morning or something from your living room, like that sort of thing. Like, I think there is value in that.
0: Although yeah. I always take uh, whenever Our potential people, in that whenever people pitch like how to revolutionize the office stuff. I love to point out the piles of old news stories and articles and wired magazine articles about how. Everyone, this was a big thing at GE, and of course the company I work for now used to be GE. Um, they were going to have meetings in Second Life. Remember Second Life? And that was a <laughs> yeah, big but... thing. Everyone it was going to revolutionize meetings. You wouldn't have to leave here's, your home. You would go to meetings in Second Life. Here's, yeah. But we still all use email and, and IM.
2: Yeah, that was dumb. But <laughs> Second Life gives you nothing over IM. But IM is a huge advantage over how meetings are normally held. There's a record that anyone can read of a meeting that's held in IM, even if you are sick or you're in like you're twelve hours off time zone wise, so you you couldn't make it. Uh, so you can go back, you can read all the meetings you missed if they were held in I am. Uh, you will meetings in I am? Yeah, sometimes. I've uh, never done that.
0: Is, can it you gives do
2: that? everyone yeah, it gives everyone an equal opportunity to speak because there's no uh, there's no no one's holding the floor like they do like I'm holding the floor right now and it would be rude for you to interrupt me Uh, Mm -hmm. you send messages and you can always send a message Uh, so you don't feel like the social pressure of interrupting someone if they're like more important than you or a better public speaker or anything so they're right that I am is the future of some meetings Uh, and I think that this stuff is the future of some kind of work not it, all
0: kinds of work, but see Dan, this is I imagine you and Colby strapping them on yeah. and programming in the Matrix with all the digits <laughs> oh, falling. Oh, totally.
2: Oh, yeah. But like because that's imagine, how it works. Imagine pro like imagine programming in like a light table This is we're going off the rails here. Small, talky, sort of very heavily integrated visual environment or JavaScript for that matter. Something with tons of tooling and visualization where you could. Uh, instead of having three monitors at your desk, just have three monitors virtually that you can look at as if you had three monitors at your desk. But if they're not 2D, you can, there, there, there's a three-dimensionality to any sort of graphs that you're looking at, performance stuff. Uh, you could like pull out data structures from your code and look at them in crazy ways. Like, mm-hmm. it could be it is, it, is, it is conceivable that it would be way better than what we is possible now. And I think that obviously that's true for architects and uh, any 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 profession where you're doing all of your work on a computer. Radiologists, uh, you're just look you're looking at imagery. Uh, especially, I imagine anything that's done like cat scans. Imagine if you could mm-hmm. just uh, Minority Report style take the instead of looking at like, clicking around the mouse and zooming into the mouse wheel, like you could just have it. Yeah, it would be much better. It's like it would be like the touch screen, like the touch screen didn't make uh, reading books on a computer possible, but it made it so that you would ever want to
0: do that.
1: A fair point.
0: I like it. I respect it. I'm going to I'm going to pitch to my boss that we've meetings in I am. I like it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, good idea. I think especially,
2: yeah, especially for you, you work in a company where there are folks in Europe. Yes. Uh, And if you wanted to go to one of those, if you wanted to see the results of one of those meetings without someone in the meeting having to take notes and type it up, which is, again, a socially charged position to be in, whether, like, for some sort of sexism thing or just for, like, a uh, how new you are thing, uh, no one has to do that. You don't have to hire a transcriptor or anything. You just get it. You can just click on the channel and say, oh, okay, that's what happened in their meeting this morning. It's and i can do this it with... especially good for status meetings where you're just like oh how's this project going uh
0: where are you stuck on does anyone have any questions about this works really well for that god the less i have to talk to people the better yeah even talking to you guys for an hour is just <laughs> painful um just exhausting just ex- oh my god i might fall asleep right here um any other uh, any other thoughts on the oculus rift uh
2: do you, so you have a phone uh sorry I'm really, Whoa. I'm really interested in this, uh, this work stuff. Do you, you have a phone at your desk? I you do, right? I never use it. You I never use it, never but it. you use it.
1: That's Skype. crazy.
2: All Skype Told calls. Me, you have, a, do you have a phone at your
0: desk? Mm. Okay, me either. But, but it's I a think... lot. A lot of it's because it's. I would do. I do a lot of overseas stuff, and it's just far cheaper to do it over Skype.
1: There okay. are so there are definitely people at HubSpot who have. Phones, actually i don't know like we have a bunch of salespeople and support people which like obviously their job is like to talk on the phone basically uh i don't know if they have actual phones or if they're doing like some kind of voip thing
0: Mm -hmm. i will say uh slowly they're going around and replacing all the phones with doing a phone via skype so when they call your phone number it rings in your skype I don't hmm. even know how that works but
1: it's crazy but eventually yeah, we I'm, phones. I'm actually kind of interested in how any of that works yes but i would i don't know how i'd know that
0: <laughs> colby uh, imagine think... imagine working for a company whose servers are in saudi arabia then you then you're talking a whole nother ball game
1: it's crazy so i don't even oh, know right. where our servers are <laughs> i'm pretty sure they're in virginia they're, uh, yeah, they're wherever the Amazon servers are yeah <laughs> uh,
2: So I'm pretty sure the way the Skype thing works is you get a phone number and then you can forward phone numbers to other numbers. Mm-hmm.
1: So voice style
2: right yeah yeah uh, my, my second question is, uh, do you ever
0: get paper handed to you? Sean? Again, I, I, I basically work with virtually no one locally. There is no, I don't, the meetings I have are at my desk on the phone. I don't have meetings with people. I don't work with people. I mean, I converse okay. with people, but we, I don't, you know, the, the, the people I work with and do projects with, they're not there. So no, I used to traffic in paper though, back on my old <laughs> team.
2: In I did. No,
0: I did. And actually what's funny is my boss currently, um, he prints everything out. Of course, mm-hmm. this is in Europe, but he, he prints everything out um, and gets mad because I'm trying to get everybody on a, uh, a cloud document platform which mm-hmm. is very hard to do in our company. Um, and, he, and he still prints things out. And I said, why am I even bothering? Amazing. Okay. Why am I even bothering? Yeah.
2: I thought, I, I think that even a couple years ago, five years ago, everyone was laughing at the, uh, kind of like you were saying, Look, remember all those Wired articles about meaning and Second Life? Everyone was laughing about the paperless office. Mm-hmm. But I think it, it happened like, while we weren't looking. It was yeah. the slow boil of the paperless yeah. office.
1: We got super distracted by all kinds of other things, but then like all yeah. of a sudden
2: it didn't happen in two thousand and one, but by two thousand eleven it's like, okay.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kinda cool. I would be interested to see like I don't know, like paper sales statistics or something. Like how much how much paper did paper companies sell now versus ten years ago?
0: Now I do print stuff. I will say, because I have this thing where if I have to proofread something or if it's a long document, I cannot read it on a monitor. Mm. If it's more than, if it's a PDF and it's more than like five pages, I will print it. But if you had an iPad? I bet I would probably read on there. You know, I should talk to somebody about getting an iPad. That's a good idea. <laughs> Going back to
2: <from laughs> technology where a conversation about you having an iPad. That's,
0: I gotta, I gotta do that. That's a good idea. Nice. The future. I was. Someone in my IT department told me that we're getting one of those. Um, you know the nine thousand dollar Surface, giant Surface monitors that Microsoft has now. Oh. Apparently, we're getting one. So I'm nice. pretty excited. <laughs>
1: nice. I think so. I I was I was at my dad's office uh, while I was home on Friday briefly, and like they still print out everything. Mm-hmm. They still do. Paper. But that's an
0: industry that uses a lot of paper still right i mean
1: i don't think it has to necessarily but my dad he just it. likes to print stuff out that's like just what they do um these are the they kind they of definitely fun print out less things than they used to they have like a a, a server with their files on it and stuff
0: but and these what? are the kind of fun things you'll find out at weekend at scott's house enter now <laughs> <laughs> Damn. um Sorry, I couldn't so help myself. All that is GIS system. Yes. Yeah. Um. Very good. All right. I don't think anyone wants to hear any more about our boring office slice.
2: Yeah, I was, I was interested. No, I, I, it is. And what I like is how we do.
0: The three of us are very different. Well, you two guys maybe not as much, but kind of what we do is, especially our office spaces. And you know, oh my God, if if I so much as breathed the word Slack, I think my IT department would have a fit. Um, <laughs> We, we can't do anything.
2: So, uh, um. speaking of Slack, I was talking to someone. We use IRC at work, which is sort of archaic. And someone was like, why don't we just like... And we spent a lot of... We spent a non-zero amount of money maintaining our IRC servers mm-hmm. and building tools for it and blah, blah, blah. Someone was like, why don't we just use Slack? I was like, I don't know. I've heard it costs a lot of money. Uh, so I was like, I wonder if I go on Slack and look up if they'll tell me. I thought for sure it would get like... Over 100 users, please contact our sales department for mm-hmm. pricing information. No, they'll tell you uh, for for Etsy, less than a thousand person company, but uh, but we need to pay for the highest package because of SOX compliance. Mm-hmm. How much money do you think it would cost for less than a thousand people to use Slack at that level per month?
0: Uh, in, annually. Annu- oh, geez.
1: Thousand people annually, Ten, tens of thousands of dollars.
0: I would mm. put it. <laughs> uh oh, that's yeah. That's a, I would put it between fifty and seventy-five bucks a head, which would put you between fifty and seventy-five thousand.
2: Uh, you're both way low. Three hundred eighty thousand dollars a year. That doesn't surprise $38 me. Thirty-eight dollars per user per month. That doesn't surprise me.
1: that's a, <laughs> we, we should all quit our jobs and just like start some some like crappy b2b <laughs> software company honestly
0: no but like, you laugh <laughs> i was working with a coworker who was trying to get some mobile apps built for mm-hmm. some of our products and the numbers he was getting quoted to build an ios app I, you two could do in a weekend like this n- it's not comp you know like we don't need like a revolutionary app and yeah, e- and we were getting quoted six figures to do that. So whoa, uh, hey, I'm, you, we're you guys gonna hire hiring Colby contractors? <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it for less than six figures. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's insane. I told him, I said we could hire a programmer for that, and they could do a lot more than just an app. Like this is crazy. Yeah, that's um, true. But that's how cool. it is. It's not not a bad business. Anyways,
2: anyways, back to uh, thanks for joining con- the the techno- Enterprise
0: Technology Hour. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: What, what would we call what would we call our
0: enterprise uh, technology podcast? <laughs> don't don't panic without management approval. <laughs> that would that would probably would be about right. right. <laughs> um, okay. The more will continue
2: until morale improves. That,
0: yes, exactly right. We're out of but no more budget this year. Um, what else would you guys like to talk about? We've got we've got a lot of stories this I think week a good actually. segue in from what we
2: were talking about before, we were
0: talking about work
2: was uh, the 4K PlayStation thing. Yeah, which is this the one where they're talking about doing like a mid-generation hardware upgrade? Yes, that's you're very Dan.
0: Have you been reading the stories ahead of time? Look I, at I, you. I, I, hey, listen, I may have read this on my personal time. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's fine. If that does
2: happen, then maybe like v2 of playstation vr could be could be much
0: more compelling uh well but we won't that's, see that's, v2 of psvr for a while right you could see it in two years yeah in two years yeah, that that's is not, true
2: that's not so long oh it feels like forever away dan it does it does that's why you have to get the oculus rift now and pay like three times as much money for the privilege of doing it <laughs> you have mm-hmm. to early
0: adopter bug Sean. Oh, God. Hanging with you guys, it's bad. (laughs) It is bad. There's a lot of shit I want to buy. Um, (laughs) uh, PlayStation 4, fun fact, released in 2013, so it's not that old. Yeah. Believe it or not, which I didn't realize. It feels older. Um, Mm. Time's moving slowly for us. That's what Three years later. I
1: feel like for for a really long time, it felt so new, like there were no games, and then all of a sudden, we hit some threshold, and there were enough games, and then it just felt old. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and, if you, and if you look at these cycle, what's interesting, and Dan, you point this out, this is essentially a mid-cycle upgrade, is that it is mid-cycle. If you look at the life of the PlayStation 3, it's about six years. Um, and it's been three years since the PS4 was launched, so it's not surprising um, that we're seeing this upgrade. So rumors, of course, this isn't official yet, um, but may be releasing um, in October, alongside the PlayStation VR, an upgraded PS4 that supports 4K graphics um with an upgraded processor and gpu um according to this there won't really be any other changes although who knows
2: well do you Um, think i was just reading about this today do you think that games would then be released that only work on the new playstation 4
0: um okay i'm i'm not a video game programmer so i don't know technical limitations but you're a business person what i Oh, oh, you mean if they would do it just for the business piece? Uh, no, no, I think they wouldn't do it for because of the business. No, I think they if there's no technical reason to do that, they'd be lunatics to make new games only play on the upgraded version.
1: Well, yeah,
2: unless you like unless you had graphics in a game that were only possible on the
1: new PS4. Right, technical
0: reasons. That that I get. Oh, that, right. But it's, I you feel know, like it's that's, never that's, just technical reasons.
1: Right. I feel like that's like settings. I don't know. Like something you could could be configured, right? Like. Yeah. I don't know. It runs with less like artifacts. Well, yeah, on it's the PS4, resolution, board. right? Yeah.
0: You know, your TV automatically adjusts resolutions. Your your Blu-ray player adjusts resolutions. I mean, it's not completely unheard of. Um yeah. now now if, if what I thought you were suggesting, which was The games play fine either way, but PlayStation would purposefully to sell more games say it only works on the new one. No, I think they'd be ludicrous to do that. I just think it's a bad idea in general to fracture the market in a mid-cycle upgrade. Yeah, you don't. There's Mm -hmm. no when you're going from PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5. I kind of get that because that's supposed to be a big upgrade and probably new architecture and all this stuff. But I mean, even xbox it had a huge issues they're still trying to get xbox 360 games to work with the xbox one um yeah. i can't imagine why playstation would do i that.
2: was reading today that the new 3ds which is like there are two versions of the nintendo 3ds now are games that are exclusive only to the new 3ds which has
0: better hardware well but again I, if there's a technical reason i guess there's nothing you can do about it i
2: mean you could just seems like,
0: like poor branding though yeah, that's true. But
1: if it's that new, it should it's be named something else. The Apple problem. The 4DS. The new right. iPad. It's a lot of D's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Definitely the show title. <laughs> oh Lord, so inappropriate. Um, <laughs> we're really feisty today. <laughs> you know, and I think part of the other thing too is I, I think there's you know, the the PlayStation 4 has done well, but I but both the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One have not been gargantuan successes, I would say. I don't, At least not in kind of the PS3, Xbox 360 kind of way. Mm-hmm. And I think there's probably cost savings in it for these companies to not redesign an entire console as often, and that they can get a bump in sales without spending a ton of money developing a brand new product. So they get free press and they get people looking at PlayStation again simply by saying we put a kind of better processor in there. Mm -hmm. without going nuts and developing a whole new thing. So I think there's value there.
1: Well, I feel like it's the same, I don't know, the same reason Apple does the S updates to iPhones. TikTok,
0: yes. Right.
1: It's like nothing really changed, but you can feel a little bit better about buying one a year into its release Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, it has like a better processor. It has, uh, you know, 3D touch or something, whereas the old one didn't
0: well and and I think part of it too, is that the the technology the PlayStation is required to support is moving faster than perhaps they had anticipated when they mm-hmm. built the p s four did they anticipate p s v r probably not did they anticipate four k would come about so quickly? Probably not um mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know, but I would say that because it's changing so quickly, I think it makes sense to update them more quickly you can't I don't think these days you can wait six years anymore. Yeah. To, to upgrade the technology in these things. I just don't think that's going to play. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that they're doing it. Now, I wonder... I can't imagine they would, again, pull an Apple and keep the old model around at a lesser price. <laughs> um, like They've
2: done that before when they make them smaller. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is true. Uh, that was going to be... And this isn't going to happen. But And we, t- we may have talked about this... We're, we're, we had a podcast before the PS4 came out, right? Yeah. Um, actually, it would have been pretty close. It was yeah, just no, a we couple did. months before. Yeah, we did. I think I talked about then. And I, so, my prediction, and we'll, we'll do a, yeah mid year predictions here, not even. Uh, my prediction for this new PS4 model is it'll be smaller and it will be uh, have better hardware and it will have no optical drive.
0: You're an insane man, Dan Miller. You're <laughs> you're out of what are you drinking? I I don't you download all your games, stream all your movies. That's crazy.
1: I already download all my games. I still have two games on discs and it's like really annoying. Oh, I just never play them. Yeah. I'm, I just, oh I, I never play them, but like I just don't know what to do with them. Like I routinely consider throwing them away. Or like <laughs> taking them to GameSpot Game, GameStop and taking the two dollars they give me for them. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. It's a bummer. It's weird. It's weird. See, I'm I'm really fascinated to see what the next like console upgrade looks like where I have all these games in digital format. Like I can't just get rid of them. They'll be there forever. So what what will happen? Will they run on the new one maybe? But probably not. I I wouldn't expect that. I would like if they did. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't expect them to. I don't know.
0: I think it's possible. That the, like, uh,
1: Sean doesn't think it's
0: No, possible. and you know, Dan, the PlayStation 5 will not no. have an optical drive. They're not going to do it on the PlayStation 4S. Here's
2: what Here's what they'll do. Here's what they'll do. Uh, so No, you're right. You're right. I just wish that they would put us all out of our misery oh, and agree. get rid of it, Apple style. They won't do but, it
1: for Blu-ray, though. That's yeah, why they
2: won't. Do it. I know. Uh... But here's what they'll do, Colby. Uh, for all of your games that you had on PS3, you can stream them to your uh, or from your PS4, you can stream them to your PS5, no charge. You just get those games through the streaming service.
1: Do you think it'll be no charge, though? See, sure. See, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like that will cost them a bunch of money. Like, that would, like, an unsustainable amount of money. Maybe.
2: It's a great advertisement for how good your, or, you know, hopefully good your streaming
1: service is, though. That's true, yeah.
0: But but wasn't this what wasn't some part of this what Xbox was promising when they launched Xbox One before they backtracked where it was always internet connected and you didn't physically own your game, you owned a code to your game and sure you couldn't resell them, but you always had access to them and you know, you could you could yeah. play them anywhere anytime and like that was the promise. That that was the idea, and and I think Sony's getting a lot closer than Xbox is. I I I love the idea. I mean, you play for you pay for a PlayStation Plus subscription already, and I could yeah. see yeah. part of that being a service fee to get library access. Right,
2: that's that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, to, only to only games. if you're a PS Plus subscriber. Any game that you had bought in a previous generation, you can stream to your current one.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Because I'm sure it's easier to do this. The um emulation of whatever console is required on the server side. Yeah,
1: then actually make make it run on the console.
0: Right. But maybe
1: not. I All don't right.
0: know. Um, but that would be interesting. Um, I don't I don't know if they would announce that. I don't know when they would announce that, but I think that's coming. I, I do think that's coming. And I think you're going to see... I would say, if I had to make a pr- kind of trend prediction, um, I would say, I think... You're going to see a big rise in, I don't know if I want to call it retro gaming, but people replaying old games in a way we may not have seen before, especially multiplayer, like the original (laughs) Halo multiplayer. Once you have these things on a server... It, I, I I don't know how this works. I have to imagine it's easier to do something like that where you can pull old games off the shelves and dust them off, and I think you'll see more people playing them who are nostalgic or who who just preferred how they used to be, um, and, and that might be easier to do.
2: I played my old Super Smash Bros. Melee on GameCube last weekend.
0: And people do that. They really do yeah. that. But imagine for the people who don't own a GameCube or don't own a, P- yeah. a, a PS1. Um. To have the ability to, to do that, I think I, I think people are going to really get excited for. Did, did we
2: cover awesome games done quick on on this podcast in the past? Uh, Doesn't so sound. Familiar. It's this like charity speedrunning event where people live speedrun games in front of a live audience uh, and streamed <laughs> online, uh, and they like debut new tricks. And you kind of like how hackers save up all their exploits until a certain time. All these speedrunners save up their exploits for this thing so they can show off their like new time. Uh it's pretty crazy. Also, there's a special section for tool assisted speedruns where people program computers to play the games faster than <laughs> humans can play them. And that's that's when it really gets crazy. So people are already playing old games in
0: crazy ways, Sean. But I believe but it's it. not democratized, perhaps, is what someday to right. the people. Bring it to the people. Yeah. Um so we have time because we, we talked really long on Rhode Island and where we work. <laughs> um, so we're low on time. We can do one more story in depth or we can rapid fire all the rest of the stories in the rundown. Ah! Uh, you bet, Colby. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. We haven't done one of these in a while. Okay. We're going to go through all. We got what? One, two, three, four, five, six stories. We're going to, I'll describe a story. We'll each have a chance to give a quick opinion, and then we got to move on. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Alexa may have some competition. Google is reportedly building an Amazon Echo Rival, um, a device kind of like the Echo, where it's always on listening, and it uses Google Now to talk to you and answer things. Um, a bit of controversy around Nest, because apparently there's some internal fighting in Google. Will Nest be involved? Will they not be involved? Um it's also interesting that Google has released hardware before, but never like this. We may see it at the I.O. conference in May, which we'll have full coverage of on this show. Gentlemen, what are your thoughts on Google building an Alexa competitor? It's about time.
2: Yeah, I think that they have, from what I've seen of Google Now recently, it is it is definitely capable of being better
0: than Alexa. I, I think if they can, what's the Alexa running now, 150? The Echo? I don't know. About, about 150.
2: Colby knows. He almost bought one that one time.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. If they can undercut them down to 99 bucks, I think this thing sells gangbusters. Mm-hmm. Especially especially yeah. bundle it with some Android tablets and Android phones and give it away to everybody who's a Project Fee subscriber. And I mean, Google can do some really crazy stuff and sell a lot. Is of it things. Project Fee or is it Project Fi? I think we had this discussion. I think it's Fee. fee. Fi. Oh, yeah, it yeah, because we had our
2: Fee Fi title we
0: did (laughs) although i still don't know if that's right um apple pay may be coming to a browser near you reportedly apple working on allowing payments in mobile safari on your device uh, meaning they wouldn't have to be in an app and it uses touch id um it's basically the same as making a payment in an app except you can do it via website gentlemen thoughts on this i want it cool i think it's a good thing (laughs) i've enjoyed paying with apple pay i find it very easy i don't get to do it enough
2: Although, it would be nice if you could log in, if you could, on your desktop, if you could just enter your Apple ID, and it pushed a notification to your phone, and then you could press your thumb.
0: Yeah, I would like a, a workaround, because no. anything, I 99% of the time on my phone, I'm in an app, so. Yeah, but on my desktop, doing exactly. that is still way easier than
2: all the alternatives.
0: Okay, boom, 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 magic mouse, fingerprint scanner built in.
2: Well, I've been waiting. Uh, for let's it. do it. I've been waiting for the computer to get a fingerprint reader. You could do that then... so easy. Oh, yeah. And it, I mean, at least for me, it would, uh, it would be useful for so many things. I have to type in a stupid one password password like three times a day. It's uh, a good idea. Apple get on that. Who knows? They have their keychain integration. It would be great. It would be great. They just pop up a thing hey, press your thumb. On the lower right-hand corner of your trackpad, and uh, we're gonna fill in this password from your keychain.
0: Who, who knows? Maybe we'll see it later this year.
2: That would be great.
0: Keep your fingers need, crossed.
2: You need to buy the new laptops, though. Oh, man. I would, manly, just keep. I'm not gonna get me. another new uh, laptop at work for another two years. So
1: all of this uh, stuff is
2: not happening to me for the majority well, of my computing time for a long. Unless
1: I think I, just, I think we like, get them every three years. So I just have to stay at HubSpot for another year or so. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be good to go. You can get a free demo of the top of the line. i
0: was just gonna keep enjoying my Dell. Um, <laughs> also, Facebook freaking people out. With bad safety checks, the company uh, used their what they call their safety check system, which is where if there's a tragedy or event near you, they Facebook pings you, asks you if you're okay and to let your friends know you're not dead. Um, they accidentally pinged way too many people when there was a recent bombing in Pakistan this past Sunday. Uh, people all around the world, including many in the U.S., got notifications asking are you okay? It looks like you were in the area affected by uh, the explosion in Pakistan. Let friends know you're safe. Um, They claim it was a bug. Quote, um, unfortunately, many people not affected by the crisis received a notification asking if they were okay. This kind of bug is counter to our intent. We worked quickly to resolve the issue and we apologize to anyone who mistakenly received the notification. The feature was introduced in 2014. Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a pretty unfortunate bug. Uh, though I do think it's kind
1: of a nice thing that they do, uh, of of things that Facebook is uniquely positioned to do. Uh, I feel like this is a, a kind of a, I don't know, it's kind of a nice thing. It's it's. I guess I haven't been uh, involved in any of these things to use it, but I've heard positive things about it. I guess, uh, though it's certainly unfortunate that <laughs> this happened.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. It's a, good, it's a good reminder. Things don't always work the first time, but that doesn't mean you should stop trying. Um, Netflix this week uh, admits to throttling their own streams voluntarily, capping them at 600 KPS um, for telecoms around the world, including AT&T and Verizon, to, quote, protect consumers from exceeding mobile data caps. Netflix fearing customers may stop using its service if they suddenly gobble up too much of their monthly data. Um is this only on mobile? Yes. Ah, okay. So, is that this seems is net, reasonable. are they a net neutrality hypocrite? No, because that's their own stuff. Thank you. That's what I've seen yeah. so <laughs> many articles on this this week. No, I, and it bugs me because they're like, oh, Netflix is 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 being jerks about net neutrality. It says right here. Um, yeah,
2: that every time your like your website you're going to is too slow because they're too overwhelmed with traffic means that they would be violating. Uh, net neutrality
0: by that same logic. This article on The Verge says, quote, the new revelations, however, indicate that Netflix's stance on net neutrality may not be as cut and dried as it once seemed. What?
1: See, I feel like this is just like, that's total bullshit to get people to read it. Like, absolute BS. And you're either looking at it from our point of view, having like any idea what's going on, or you have (laughs) no idea and you're just going to assume Netflix sucks. Uh, and that
0: they I don't know, that Comcast is not the real bad guy here, again, because net neutrality is about the pipes, not what you put in them. Yes. did you so, see
2: that uh yeah, did you see that uh Comcast started selling, I think internet service on Amazon? Oh, I uh, did. So people started leaving reviews, and they were <laughs> they were glorious, and wow. then they disabled their reviews.
1: That's I can't believe they
0: ever had them up in the first place. <laughs> what what yeah. a bad idea
1: oh my god that's like Microsoft's Twitter bot AI thing
0: yeah! Oh, that was how funny. did we not have that
2: in the rundown well
0: because I thought it was kind of just there was really no discussion around it, it just kind of happened but you're, it is very funny Tur- turns <laughs> out if you build a bot that learns from what people say at it isn't that what Furbies used to do
2: so my favorite <laughs> one was uh, someone tweeted at it do you think Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer And then it responded, no, Ted Cruz would never be satisfied with killing only five people.
0: (laughs) That's really funny. It is a shame they shut that down.
2: It's like, that was actually really good.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Um, Let's see. Rounding out our stories here, probably my favorite story of the week. Vizio announced their P-Series TVs this week. Um, But interestingly enough, no remote. Instead, uses an Android tablet as the remote control running stock Android. Um, and there's no smart software on this TV at all. Just Google Cast built in. Um, it uh, So you'll be able to use Google Cast, which is Chromecast. Uh, send things to the TV very easily, but there's no operating system. It's completely built on Chrome on Google Cast. And you do everything from a 7-inch tablet. Uh, Android tablet that comes with it, has a nice little docking that you put right next to it, Um, using all custom software built by Vizio. They think it's the future of television. Gentlemen, are you ready to replace your remote with a tablet? Uh,
1: I don't know about that, but I'm certainly, I'd certainly be glad to have a TV that has no no shitty software on it. Um, My TV has started doing this thing recently where anything coming through the tv the audio just like randomly cuts out every 5 minutes for 15 seconds um and so it's only like if you're watching broadcast television or you're using any of the tv smart apps but like the apple tv is fine um or the the ps4 is fine it's like why why is this happening probably because you gave me a crappy software update samsung i know that you can't do anything right <laughs>
2: i stayed at a hotel in london twice that had android tablets as like the way you controlled the room ac and the lights one time the tablet was frozen (laughs) i couldn't turn the lights on or off luckily they were off uh but i just i just didn't turn them on and it was like burning up like like the, it was so hot to touch because it was clearly just like in some infinite loop or something. <laughs> uh, that was terrible. So I would be I I I use my phone oftentimes to communicate with televisions in my life, uh, but not all the time. Especially to turn it on, for some reason I still use a physical remote.
0: I don't know. So it just sounds like a fun gimmick. Yeah. And I, and I like my Vizio, so I would buy one. <laughs> yeah. Does the tablet work for everything? Um, well, it has an IR blaster built in, so I would assume I didn't yeah, I didn't but could see. You just
2: like you just install Flappy Birds on it and go oh, to Oh, yeah, yeah, it's running stock yeah. Android. It has the Google oh, nice. Play Store,
0: so that's That good that's deal. one advantage. So you're kind of getting two devices and it's not exorbitantly more than a regular yeah. TV, so. Did they get How one much of those, is it? Uh, I didn't see that. I just closed it. Um one of those twenty dollar uh, per uh, nine ninety nine. Yeah, for fifty all the way up to, to more. But you know, a thousand bucks for fifty inch is more expensive, but you know, for a higher end TV, it's not outrageous.
2: Yeah. Maybe they got those the Amazon like six pack of the, the fire tablets and they
0: just got a bunch of those. They built their own. Oh, okay. They wow. actually from scratch. They they built it. Oh, yeah. Remember when Vizio made computers? Those were good-looking computers. Yeah, they were. They were. That did not last, sadly. They make good no. hardware. I love my Vizio. Yeah. Um, and actually, they also released a set of uh, Google Cast speakers uh, with the soundbar and the speakers that actually look really nice, too. Mm. Oh, um, yeah. I, I that. may go shopping. Um, last story, because we're running out of time. T-Mobile launching uh, data... Fr- uh, no. Call-free plans... Unlimited texting and data only. Uh, you can't call on that. Uh, according to a leaked document, starting at 20 bucks for 2 gigabytes uh, and going up to more uh, than that. Um, it's roughly the same price as what they offer for its data-only internet devices like tablets. Um, it's another option from the fine folks at T-Mobile.
2: So, yeah, we were talking before the show about this. I It has to... It has to be significantly cheaper for you to live with the uh, inconvenience that that brings you.
1: I mean, 20 bucks a month is cheaper, I think.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, is that what it's going to be? At two gigabytes.
1: For two gigs,
2: yeah. For six,
0: it's 35.
1: Which is still cheaper.
2: How much Um, cheaper, though? Do you know?
0: uh, Oh, you know what they had? They have in the article an example of another plan um so for thirty dollars prepaid, you get five gigabytes of data unlimited texting in a hundred minutes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So
2: it's you save ten bucks?
0: Uh well it's five dollars cheaper and you get one uh, less yeah. gigabyte of data. Yeah, no but you get the minutes. So no. You know, We're i not I, cheap enough. I don't I would say <laughs> I don't think this is an option for a mainstream cell phone user. I just don't, mm-hmm. um, but I think this is a use case for certain people. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: I just like it would make me nervous to not have the option, or like not have it at all, for for regular SMS mm-hmm. or uh, like a little bit of talking. Uh, I I would be even. I mean, I feel like that that the five gigs with a hundred minutes would be fine for me probably um if i i the reason i still have the plan i have is because it has tethering which i like but i rarely use anymore
0: Mm -hmm. but when i do use
1: it it's really nice so i don't know
0: the the only reason i would switch would be is if i got a ton more data or it was a lot cheaper and this is pretty comparable so i don't see the advantage personally um Mm -hmm. Alright, well it's time for us to move on to Picks, the part of the show where each of us comes with something we want to share with the world we've been enjoying. Rarely associated with technology, but who Mm -hmm. knows? We'll find out what we're picking this week. I'll volunteer to go first. Um, This is one of those things that when I tell you you should go watch this, I genuinely mean it. This is not a, if you're interested or if you have free time. No. I am telling you, this is one of my favorite things I've watched all year. On Hulu, Triumph's election special. So, Triumph, the insult comic dog, are you guys familiar with this character? Yep. The talking dog with the cigar. I'm not a big fan of the character in general, but they took him out on the campaign trail in Iowa and New Hampshire and messed around with the candidates <laughs> and real supporters of the candidates. And it is some of the funniest. They do bits like, I don't want to give it all away. Where they follow Ted Cruz, stop to stop to stop to stop, sh- like shouting at him, Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz, just harassing him. They have a fake like blonde lady play a Fox News reporter and go <laughs> go up and tell people like, oh, did you hear today? Uh, you know, uh, Mike Huckabee did you know did this insane thing, and then the people believe him, and then you know, getting the re- that people would believe this would happen. Um, they had actor Tim Meadows literally just put on a suit and go out and act like Ben Carson and people thought he was <laughs> Ben Carson. Like, they do an hour and a half of these bits with real people that are <laughs> so funny. I don't think I've laughed harder, I swear. Take an hour and a half of your life. Triumph Selection Special, it's available on Hulu. Add um, it to your queue and watch it. It's so funny. Nice. Um, who would like to go next?
1: I'll go next.
0: Okay, uh, Colby. Yeah, uh... Yeah, so I started
1: watching The Newsroom on HBO, which is like, it's an Aaron Sorkin show. I heard about it first on The Goldilocks Zone when... when I guess that was like the first episode. Episode number of, two. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's right. It's good. It's like good in, in a similar way to like The West Wing, where it's like... Uh, Fast I don't know, it's dialogue,
0: a ba- walk and talks, kind yeah, of. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and it's like kind of like inspirational uh, uh, about like... I don't know, the media, I guess, or like not the media, but like journalism, I think is is
0: mm.
1: is the what it's inspirational about. Uh but yeah, it's it's cool to watch. I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I think I, I made it through season one this weekend. I'm into season two. And it's on HBO, so it's like no bullshit TV. Uh not that the West Wing was bullshit TV. The West Wing was great, but that kind of stuff doesn't seem to happen on network network television anymore mm-hmm. really, so yeah
0: excellent the newsroom check it out it's available on hbo go and uh amazon um dan you've got you've got a, another musical pick for us
2: yes uh, as part of sort of almost a new year's resolution sort of thing i've been trying to see more live music there's a lot of live music to see in new york there's a lot of live music to see everywhere uh So I use this website, and I'm recommending this with a caveat, uh, bandsintown.com. It's not amazing, but it has an incredibly uh, immense selection of artists and their shows. Uh, They have shows that are just, like, super esoteric. They have every artist I could put in, like, classical people. You could put in, like, Antoine Dvorak, and you won't get, like, is Antoine Dvorak playing? No, he's dead. But (laughs) any... any concert featuring his music would then show up on this website uh so you can subscribe and they'll send you emails uh and like lots of artists facebook pages integrate with bands in town so you can if you go to an artist facebook page and like them you can say follow this person on bands in town and you'll get uh whenever they're touring in your area uh right there uh so nothing special it's not amazing it's a little bit uh janky sometimes, but bandzintown.com, I've seen a couple shows
0: because of them and it's a lot of fun. Nice. Dan, I just saw on the site that uh T Pain is coming to Brooklyn in April. You wanna go Oh really? You wanna go see T Pain. He's still a thing. Is he though? No. Oh. No. No he's <laughs> No. <laughs> we could we could go see third eye blind. Oh, that would Hall. be Son Holo. At Maris. Yeah, they uh, were great. Good. Do
1: you really need to see Third Eye Blind twice? Twice, though. no. I don't no. think so. They just oh, came that's... out with a new album, I think. San was that... Holo, I
2: do need to see.
0: I'd I, I give that a listen. Who am I thinking of someone else? I don't know. We are having a Matchbox 20. Are they right. still around? I like those guys. Anyway, we can just talk about 90s bands we like. Um, whatever happened to the, the counting crows? Remember those guys? Um, anyway, that's it. We're done with the show. We've, we've goofed around for well over an hour. Um, but we have run out of things to talk about and time to talk about them. So, uh, thanks everybody for joining us. I'll do my usual spiel. Don'tpanic.io is our website. You should go there, find out all the things about what we do, including past episodes, audio and video links to our picks are also on the website as well. If you don't remember what we talked about, we put the links there. Um, also, where you can subscribe, iTunes, uh, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, uh, and, of course, follow Twitter at Don't Panic Show on Facebook. And, of course, you can email us, show at gmail.com. We do this live Monday nights on Twitch.tv, um, twitch.tv slash Don't Panic Show. You can watch live roughly 10 p.m. Eastern. Um, but you should subscribe on Twitch or follow us on Twitter to find out when we do go live. Um, I do want to briefly tease, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, UpForDebate.tv later this week, the movie draft. You're going to want to check it out. Follow at UpForDebateTV on Twitter to get updates when that goes live. And of course, you should check out Game Nights, the show where we play Dungeons & Dragons every week. This week is an episode you won't want to miss. Um, It is the single most action-packed episode we have ever done with an ending that will literally shock you. GameNights.tv you can get it there later this week gentlemen anything else before we conclude nope have a good night i couldn't have said it better myself on behalf of dan colby and myself thank you for joining us we'll see you next time for a brand new episode of don't panic